welcome to Eyewitness Beauty, the podcast where we talk about the biggest stories in the beauty industry each week. I'm Nick Axelrod-Welk, joined by the ever-lovely, the ever-bushy-browed Diamond Creek Bomb. Hi. Do you think I look orange? No. Did you get a spray tan? I did a self-tan. What brand? Bondi Sands. The only the oh, one that they had at the drugstore down the street. Yeah, but people are into that one. I, apparently, I did. I looked at the YouTube videos. I'm convinced they're all lying. It doesn't look orange. Is it? Was it streaky? No, but it did collect around. It made my feet and my wrists and my elbows yeah. very dark, which normally I'm pretty yep. good about avoiding that. Um, I even applied it with a little brush and mixed it with moisturizer to dilute it, but it still made my feet like burnt orange. Um, so then I was forced to go and I had to like lay out in the park today to try to get a more... Even it out. You know, just more realistic color. Yeah. But yeah, the YouTubers were like, it doesn't smell, it doesn't transfer. It's like, no, it smells. It does all those things. I mean, I was thinking a few um, years ago, like if you could develop a new technology, there's been no innovation in sunless tanning. There's that, that one sugar molecule, like thing derived from like sugar or whatever, like that turns you orange. That's the only thing that we have. Is it an injection or a pill? I forget. What do you mean? Or is that a topical product that you're talking about? No, no, that's like the chemical that turns your skin cells like the cult, like that's what's in Bondi Sands, like everything. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying that that was the innovation. Oh, no, no. I'm saying like that's the last thing that that's like the, 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 the most recent, and it's like 25 years old. No, like that, on that Trend Mood. Have you not checked Trend Mood there? today? She just posted there was some brand that launched. Actually, it's Bondi Sands. Hold on. Let me pull this up. But it's like a new way that we're tanning the skin. No, but at least it's more colors. They have like undertones. Like they have like an olive skin one. They have like a really dark, rich, deep one. Because I just, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm no chemist, but I think that the issue is with like the DEA or DHA or whatever like that ingredient is, the one that like stains your skin cells orange. I think that's the, I think that is our problem. Why have we not just used iodine? It's like an all. Why don't we just use Tom Ford men's bronzing gel? But it's just it like stains your skin brown. Does it though? It really. How long does it last? It's a ma- it's makeup, mm. right? It well, washes it's off. like if you don't. Yeah, it washes off, but like on your hands, like you'll see like the drop that you put on it, like after you wash it off for a little while. Hmm. No, I, I Speaking of which they discontinued if it. If you want to start a self tanning line, I will do that with you. Really? Yeah. Let's do it. I have I have the chemist. I we've already been talking about it. Oh. So I'm just jump I'm just jumping on this bandwagon. No, no, no. I mean got going. by which I mean I literally emailed this chemist and I was like, is this po- is it possible to like come up with a different way to tan skin? Because this doesn't work. None of them work. They all look orange and streaky. There's like nothing that, like, you know how moisturizer, I mean, maybe like a moisturizer, if under like a light that showed moisturization of cells, I wonder if moisturizers would look streaky too. Or there's something about like the mech, like, why does it have to look streaky? And why does it also get all over your sheets? It's disgusting. Well, now they're selling a microfiber mitt. That makes it go on much smoother. So they figured that part out. Some of it's technique. Some of it's the tool. I just don't have the time. And it, it's, I know for me, that it's the smell. I know. It's the smell. No matter how... I had to soak in a 
bathtub for like 45 minutes after taking two showers just to try to get like like get seep the pores out of like dilute it from my and now that i'm looking like look at the difference in our colors <laughs> and i'm orange and you're pink but i also yeah. have an olive yeah, I'm undertone pink and you're and you're, orange. you have a cool undertone i know i do um where do you, are you tanning for a special occasion um no i'm ta- i just wanted to get it i just wanted some color because i'm going to be probably tanning this weekend out in the sun in my bathing suit so i just wanted to look less pasty is it that warm in new york city and we're talking about the weather we can't bore our readers with the weather talk what else is going on in your life mm, nothing literally nothing <laughs> no, not a this podcast thing. is this podcast is my sustenance this is my this gives me a reason to me too. go on and to wake me up too. every morning even out my self tan and get on this fucking mic and just <laughs> get cover on the, the mic and drop beauty. some. Yeah, it is. Can I is- say something too? Mm-hmm. Our um, readers, they like every time we don't have a podcast for a little while, which has been relatively frequently m- recently. I like get reminded when we do drop one how amazing our community is and how like podcasts are a very unique media in medium media in that like you really if you're in you're in you know what I mean and I I, like love it I'm like oh wait like I can actually like have all of these conversations that like spill out from the podcast that like spur conversations that we have I'm like I just love these people yeah I agree and I and I don't know if we've talked about this before either but I feel like you develop such a or me at least I develop like a stalker like like mentality with the podcast hosts that I listen to because they I I go to sleep listening to them every night I listen to them in the shower I know I listen and then I like want to like DM them like a joke about something they said, and then I'm like they don't want to hear from me. I'm like oh my god, like I thought that too, you know. Well, I told you I, I had to but stop I listening agree. to Mark Maron's podcast because I DM'd him <laughs> and I like I humiliate I you humiliated him more, myself more, many times. more than once to Mark Maron, and now I just I have like a really bad complex about it. <laughs> you know what? Like all those celebrities who say. <laughs> Not to compare myself to a celebrity, well, but all those celebrities that billboard say, with your face on it would say uh, <laughs> would say differently. I I didn't I I knew that within the usage for that campaign that like out of home was included. I assumed, and I think pretty fairly, that there was not a chance in hell they were going to use the pictures of me out of home. So I was like, yeah, sure, you can have that usage, right? Meanwhile, I got a text message yesterday um, that I'm in a big billboard in Culver City, which is on the west side of Los Angeles. Then I got another text message telling me, oh, I just saw your billboard. And I was like, God, please tell me that it was in Culver City. Are we strategically... It's in Burbank. Are we strategically not giving the context? Nick was in a beauty campaign, but they haven't paid us anything to drop their... Was that part of your... Did you sell our podcast as part of your (laughs) contract as well? (laughs) A free free shout out. <laughs> this has all been a very very long, tr- a Truman Show esque, you know, integrated campaign for the last. Three Although years. I noticed that co-host of Eyewitness Beauty did not get included in the credits on the billboard. It said Nick Axelrod Welk. I think I said. I, I think no, no, no. I no. You don't have to explain. I, it's fine. You have other. You have more important I, things in your resume. 
<clears throat> well, the thing is, is like I didn't know what to say because they were asking me to like describe my job, and it's like, You're like you were like entrepreneur job? is the douchiest thing you can say, <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know, like, and I like hate the word co-founder, but um, what I was going to say. Oh, yes. It's Ilya Beauty. Um, I actually wear, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, I wear this like this serum mm-hmm. tint that um, they make. And I talked about it on the podcast. It was a product of the week a year and a half ago or something. And so, so this a has few been months a long ago game. when they asked me to be in this, this campaign. This has been a long con. <laughs> no, a few months ago when they asked this campaign, I was like, funny, you should actually ask me to be in a color cosmetics campaign. This is actually a cosmetic that I use and that I've like talked about and I actually felt okay about you know shilling for. But I wanted to just draw our attention back to my um, comparing myself to a celebrity how celebrities are like, I don't read the I don't read the reviews. You know what I do? I read the reviews. And here was one that I didn't particularly care for. Um, if you're into listening to two very privileged people who complain about not getting free stuff, then this podcast is for you. <laughs> Nick likes are, to complain about being you? so busy with his two children. Oh, this is bad this is bad about you? No, yeah. Don't read me anything bad about me. i I'm cutting negativity out of my life. No, no. This is no no, this is just about me. Nick likes to complain about being so busy with his two children, like the rest of us haven't been doing this without the help that he has. Also talks about being able to use the, quote, weight loss drug that us regular people need to survive. I'm like, not all, quote unquote, regular people need Ozempic. I wanted a podcast that was about reviewing and talking about the beauty industry. They do about 25 minutes all about themselves and five minutes of news. Wish them the best, but this one we, is not for me. Well, newsflash, bitch, we are the beauty industry, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what they say? You know who once said, who, who was it that once said, write what you know? Mm. You know, I think, was it, who was it? Was it James Joyce? I don't know, but I agree with that, and I've heard it recently because I'm working on a creative writing project myself, and what I don't. And you just have to remember, write what you but know. But I'm like, what? I then I watch like Clockwork Orange and I'm like, what did this guy know? What was this guy's life like to write this shit? True. True. I guess like fantasy and sci-fi stuff or like Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, I'm like, why did they get like, a free pass? You know, whoever wrote that, I know it's true. But any all of which is to say that it would be disingenuous of me to talk about something else. I feel like I'm being honest and relatively self-deprecating and self-aware when I talk about the immense privilege that I have of childcare, but also how I'm still, despite all the fucking privilege, tired. But this is not about me. This is about um, this woman who wishes us well. It's very trendy to be a, an Ozempic hater. I know. And like I have like friends text me all the time that are like, did you hear about how it can like make your digestive tract brittle you were like yes i know so does my I'm carpet like, because i'm a fucking blueberry smoothie I'm like, all over it. also try being a young a jewish person <laughs> like our digestive tract is not is not our strong suit that's all i'll say without without going into any details okay should we get into beauty news yeah why don't we why don't we make a yeah. non one two three four five happy so um, the biggest story this week, there wasn't much. Um, one thing I thought was interesting that I saw was that Lola V, Jennifer Aniston's hair care brand, is going into Ulta. Where, where was which it I before? Thought was like, 
It was just D to C. No, Lola V is going to go into Ulta. Apparently, they, in their first year, made between, like, industry uh, sources estimate between 25 and $30 million what? in revenue. And I know. This is according to Women's Wear Daily. And then next year, they're on track to make $50 million. You have got to... You, send me... Yeah. I, I refuse to believe this. I refuse to believe it. That is... I mean, I... I do think that there are, you know, in American culture, the number of people that are as famous as Jennifer Aniston and as sort of like, like watched and like, you know, like just like uh, poured over like every sort of aspect of her being like is, is, is probably like there's, you can count them on I one hand. Com- there's Jennifer Aniston, Kim Kardashian, yeah, I was Kylie say, Jenner. How does that compare like, to? I don't know who else. I would say Kim and Kylie have more um, influence. But that's their job. Like of... the interesting thing about Jennifer Aniston is that she's an actress, and yet, like her beauty and like her hair and any little tiny thing about her, like I... we still we all still I care. Can't fathom. Like, do you remember? No, I don't like, remember the that's whole, whole Brad. Oh, I thought you, you meant don't like, Lola like when she broke up. Oh no, I was gonna say like when she broke up with Brad and all that that whole situation. Like the tabloid, like the tabloids dined out on that story for I would say three I was, years. I was actually and maybe continue thinking to this exact thought the other day with all of the Vanderpump bullshit. I can't turn on a podcast without them Scandable. talking about it. Um, I know, but I was thinking, how long is this gonna stay in like as the top story? And how, and then as a comparison point, how long did the Angelina versus Jen saga? I mean, I feel like it was like three years. I'm sure we can investigate. But do you think that like our, is Tom Sandoval the Brad Pitt of our generation? Absolutely not. Of this next generation? And is Raquel, (laughs) that makes Raquel Angelina Jolie. No, I was just thinking like. As a real celebrity comparison point. Yeah. Like, what's if they're the D-list, then we can divide the real celebrity effect by the power of four and get the... Oh, right, right, right. Like, divide estimated. it. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I think we're probably ha- halfway through the cycle, um, the Scandaval news cycle. The one thing I thought was probably, like, the most brilliant piece of, like, quick-thinking marketing was today, uh, which is Thursday, April 13th, Macy's announced that they were doing a red dress, like a dress collaboration with Ariana. That's the revenge dress. And they like shot this campaign with her in this like, like sexy short mini dress. Um, And they're like selling the revenge dress, which I think is like pretty fucking genius. (laughs) Macy's, you know, I always say, do (laughs) the devil works hard. Macy's works harder. Listen, I had to go to Macy's the other day because all of the Mac stores in the city have closed except for the one in Macy's and is it, or the it, one on Broadway. Is it so mess- <laughs> a Macy's is Macy's are very depressing. No, I mean this one was like the New York flagship, so I think it had to be like. Sorry, it's Bloomingdale's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, Bloomingdale's is doing the revenge dress with Ariana Maddox. Um, not Macy's. I'll keep Macy's out. You know of this. what was a depressing place to go was the the New York Nordstrom flagship. I did that this morning. 
That, this is, yeah. this is really a, maybe the most basic conversation we've ever had. <laughs> Hold on, but you're saying the, the Nordstrom is, is depressing? Oh, my God. Can I make a bigger generalization? What? Retail is depressing, but it's actually not. Like I had in-store shopping, a, brick and mortar, as they I say. Had a in the very biz. inspirational morning going into the row to all on Fifth. Was it Fifth Ave? But sorry, department stores. E, well, blooming. I mean, I would say. Oh no, sorry, Bergdorf is still. It's like really. It's still. It feels there's, there's still. It's. It feels boutiquey, but it still feels like. You know, like a real, like uh, like the fanciest hotel in like a small, you know, village that like is you know like the review will be like it, you know, like is a it's a little like the interiors are a little tired or something like it like Bergdorf feels like it's there's still an air of like a time a time that's passed. Yeah, I went into um, and then I went into like the little smaller boutiques. But that have like a lot of brands. Like I went into um, five stories. It's by the way, it's yeah. like it's more like one and a half stories. Did you know that? Ugh. No, I know. I mean, Claire sold it. Well, it's literally like uh, a few one, years ago. Two, like yeah. it's not, I think it's like two floors. Um, and then you should call it two floors. It, five stories, more and like then two floors. I went floors. to the Webster in Soho, and that was a trip. I like all of the there webs there's a crazy Webster in LA which is in the Beverly Center um famously the Beverly Center I believe it was the Beverly Center was the mall in Clueless that they go to when like they're like perusing the aisles mm-hmm. where where Brittany Murphy gets like hung over the edge of the I think that's the Beverly the Center don't quote me but I believe that's mm-hmm. but anyway um it's like this huge store and I'm like the Webster is the web like is that is it whose money is that? I don't know. I thought they just had like a Miami boutique and then they did their New York's. Me too. Store and they have some, they have Chanel, they have the row, they have Aliyah. I think they have Aliyah. Stuff that like. And does it feel fun to shop there? For me? No, because I like all of my brands together. You know, they merchandise everything. Mm. Like, I don't know, oh, an outfit or a color. Like just like by color. Just, <laughs> You know, um, and and nobody that's has tough, swimwear right now, which I find very weird. I might have to go into Frank. I might have to go yeah. to frankiesbikinis.com, dot com, which is <laughs> which feels oh <laughs> Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. I feel like Sydney Sweeney's mom. I need. I want to like give her a shirt. Like I want to give her like a plaid shirt just to like cover up a little bit. I feel like she has not not been in a Frankie's bikini for like the last thirty. What days. are you talking about? She did her whole. She's like a mechanic. She's been in her like overalls and her like mechanic clothes. Too. But then it's like I, I she's, I do believe in you know this is her year of yes. She's everywhere. She's doing um, a rom com, which that's good for. She, maybe she's the next Jen, Jen Aniston, bringing it back a little bit to the top stories. Let's, let's true. And what, yeah. what else do we need okay. to talk about? What else have we? De- I thought I DM'd you some important stuff, but. On review, I didn't. Although we do have a conspiracy theory to share, which is James Charles, <laughs> a name that yes. we haven't, maybe you haven't heard in a while. Um, then we, he's been almost in hibernation. He was canceled for like soliciting minors. Right. But wasn't allegedly. And, and wasn't there some like crypt, cryptic, like, 
apology from the other beauty influencer and the... Yeah, then there was that whole thing with Tati Westbrook, like, saying that she was, like, manipulated by Who I always confused with Gucci Westman, and I'm like, damn, this YouTuber has (laughs) the chicest makeup. It's so so weird. (laughs) Different, 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 different. Um, James Charles, yes, he was. He's been laying low, but not really. If you're like ever on his social media, uh, allegedly had a BBL. Um, but he, as on as reported in Tread Mood um, this week, he's finally releasing his makeup line. But we noticed that it's the exact. It's called Painted by James Charles, and. It's the art direction is like almost the exact same as his. Was it Allure? Was it the Allure cover that he did? No, it was like a. It was it International Vogue. No way! It was a Vogue cover. I'm pretty sure. So James Charles was on the cover of a magazine like what twelve years ago. <laughs> it was like pre- it was James Charles Vogue. It was at least season one um, of I Witness Beauty. It was Vogue. It's like a. It's a Vogue Portugal in 2020. That's three years ago. And so, what's crazy is that the brand is coming out now in 2023. So, what happened to where? And <laughs> I think they were just like, "Let's lay low for a little bit." It sounds like supply chain issues to me. <laughs> F- honestly, fair. I mean, truly. I did also, I was like, maybe this Instagram was like in Trend Mood's drafts and she like accidentally posted it. Like this was literally an Instagram from three years Trend ago. Trend Mood is so elusive. How do we get her on this fucking podcast? We've been trying. We've been trying. Ugh. Should we talk about products of the week? I know you have to go. Yes. I have to go, um, but I do have a product of the week. Okay. I have it actually mm. here. Speaking of bowels oh, no. or digestion, rather, these are Nick is holding up another digestive bottle of pills that people, sick people, need that he is being prescribed. No, they're available to everyone. Digestive enzymes ultra from Pure Encapsulations. I I was on TikTok and someone was saying that like they have always had stomach issues, like you know bloating or indigestion, whatever, and that adding these digestive enzymes really helped. And I was like, you know, what what can't hurt might help. And I've been taking two with meals, um, and I, like, haven't had any upset, uh, any, like, real indigestion. It just, it seems to, like, just keep things calm down there. What are enzymes exactly? Are they... I don't, it sounds like uh, in my head, it's like they like are breaking down like the fat so that it's not just like fat sloshing around in your stomach. Like somehow the enzymes are like, you know, they're like eating, eating the like dairy and the fat or something. But again, I'm not a scientist. Hmm. Yeah. I, you hear enzymes in skincare. I think you they- naturally have, uh, uh, yeah, like there's like enzymatic cleaners and also like with, if you have a dog, um, they have like pet odor, you know, remover, stain removers right. that are like natural enzyme yes. based, which makes me think that it's like about like dissolving somehow. Um, but mm. anyway, I really like them. And if anyone listening has just like always feels a little sick after a meal or like after frozen yogurt or, you know, after carbohydrates or like a greasy meal, 
I highly recommend these as opposed to Tums, which I believe are a placebo. Oh, but they're so no, I don't there's no way they can be a placebo. There's chalky little tab. Fine, they're not a placebo, but they're literally sugar pills. I know, but something with like about, a little think, bit of like chalk, chalk in them. That kind of makes everything subtle. <laughs> Sops things up. Yeah, I really do think that that's how it's yeah. yeah, no, you're right. What do you got? I this have week? a product, but I have a subreddit, and it is R plastic surgery. I've been lost in R slash yes, plastic I've surgery. Been lost in the sauce on R plastic surgery. I had looked at it so much that the um, algorithm I hadn't even joined the subreddit, and the algorithm just knew that I was obsessed with it, and now it's all I see in my feed. Um, it's ba- it's. Is it like tearing down celebrities who might have had it? No, that's or is botched it surgeries. Like, what that's is it? very different. Um, our plastic surgery is real people that are considering or have gotten or are getting plastic surgery. And it is, it's really interesting because that's where, like they're picking up on things that I haven't heard about in other in other channels, like for instance, do you remember Kybella? So Kybella are the, yeah. the injections that you get below your neck if you um, are looking to reduce the fat in your neck area. And apparently, it like dissolves fat or something. Yes. You like pee it out. Um, so apparently, like it's well known within like the plastic surgery community that Kybella does not work, and like over time, it's like people are very unhappy with their results. Um, is it like lumpy or what? What is the what's the major complaint? Uh, one woman posted a photo. This is the other thing too. It's like real people before and afters, not just like the doctors before and afters that you can see on you know real self. Like these people are taking the photos themselves. It was this woman that um, had gotten it like a long time ago, and like maybe three years ago, and then she posted an, a current photo of her neck. And all the skin is super lax. Like she's young. She's like 32 and she has very lax skin all um, under her chin, on her neck because, and she, you know, is attributing it to Kybella. Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense theoretically if you're only targeting the fat cells, you're not like naturally sort of like reducing the fat or something. It's like too fast, too furious. It also too makes me... um, it's really good learning because I had preconceived notions about like nose jobs in Turkey, for instance. Like you, you know, you always see like the really upturned Barbie noses in the before and afters. Yep. So that's not actually how the nose will heal. Like it looks really extreme. It looks like they did a bad job, but on our plastic surgery, these people will show the before and afters, and they'll have like a Barbie nose like right after surgery. But over time, the tip drops. Like everybody knows the tip drops. And so then their noses look beautiful. They look incredible. So Jennifer Aiden's nose will eventually go back to normal? Are you talking about Jennifer Aiden or are you talking about the other new housewife with the real bar? The- oh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking about Jennifer Aiden because she went to Turkey because Bill wouldn't um, do surgery on her anymore. They do say that. You didn't the, want her the, as a patient. So she went to Turkey and like didn't like her nose job. You got a chin implant, but like her nose was like turned up. It was just like a little bulbous, but I guess that's that's the thing that goes down. Yeah, the swelling can last up to like two years for some people, they say. Which is crazy. Hmm. Um wow. everybody's getting blaroplasty. Nobody's getting buccal fat removal. Everybody's talking each other out of buccal fat removal. Um and that's that's all I got. 
It's very. I'll, I'll happily report back. Okay, I love it. Although, the one thing that they did say about Turkish plastic surgeons is they always want to sell you a, a package. Like you can't just go in and like do your own hotel, do your own food. Like they want to sell you like a whole like ex- the whole, the whole thing, a whole trip. But is the sentiment generally that oh it, people have a pretty good experience in Turkey, or is it like you know you should probably not go internationally? To get plastic surgery. No, I think people overall have no. I the horror stories that I read are about like honestly Newport Beach doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like there's a lot of bad Fair. doctors in Newport Beach. <laughs> okay, well on that note, I got a scram, but we will be back next week. Hopefully, like there'll be some really big stories that we can report on and dissect um, for our favorite commenter. I'm Nick Axelrod. This is Annie. We have been Eyewitness Beauty together, and we're reachable at hi at eyewitnessbeauty.com, Nick or Annie at eyewitnessbeauty.com. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash eyewitnessbeauty. We're produced by Wes Haas, and who's a lovely, lovely guy and talented. We love you, Wes. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.